Hey everyone, you're listening to Little Bit of Life Podcast with Little. This podcast is dedicated to having the real, raw, and the occasional ridiculous chats about everything that we seem to think, but don't say. Very little is off limits. Sit back, enjoy, and let's get started. Trigger warning, the following episode is in discussion with the Roe versus Wade overturned decision with the Supreme Court. It does discuss abortion and medical information that may be triggering to some listeners. Hey guys, and welcome into another episode on Little Bit of Life podcast. We're going to talk about it. Yep, we are. We're going to talk about that touchy subject. I woke up this morning to a hundred different messages and emails and Insta messages and direct messages and every message that you could possibly get to me. And I was asked, are you going to talk about this topic? And I was also asked, how do you feel? And I posted an Instagram story this morning asking people, how do you feel? Do you feel that this should be a choice or not? And if you're tuning in today, you know exactly the topic I'm talking about. We are talking about the Roe versus Wade being overturned by the Supreme Court. Now, before everyone starts screaming about women's rights and we're talking about religion in here, which is, you know, these are topics that I just don't talk about. These are topics that I don't touch on. But I sat here and I just got off the phone with a friend of mine and I asked this person, who is a male? I said, what are your thoughts on this? And he said, you know, it's a very touchy subject. And if I were you, I don't really know if I would touch on it. And I sat here and thought about it, and I and I said to myself, you know what? These are things that I said I wasn't going to talk about on my podcast. I'm not going to talk about politics. I'm not going to talk about religion. But at the end of the day, I'm a woman, and I have a voice on this, and I wanted to talk about it. A lot of the ruling that we have to be understanding about is it has nothing to do with abortion itself. And I know all the headlines are talking about, you know, how – it's causing this uprise and it's, you know, a legal responsibility to govern abortion and this and this. So I'm sure listeners are going to say, what are you talking about? How does this not have anything to do with abortion? This is not really a woman's right issue, if I'm going to be brutally honest. And guess what? If you have a problem with that, I accept everyone's opinions. This is a ruling to get the federal government out of our choices And this ruling is for the states, legislatively the states, to come in and have a voice. Am I okay with that decision? No, I'm not. Do I think it is the state's choice of what I do with my body? No, I don't. And I have kind of a... I'm sure you guys can hear my Frenchie, and this is unedited. So guess what? This is exactly what this podcast is for. Um, I don't think that anyone has the choice to make a decision on someone's body except that person and the medical community. And I was raised, I mean, I'm going to be brutally honest. I was raised of, you know, if you get an abortion, you're going to go to hell. I was raised in a Christian family. God rest my grandmother's soul in peace. I was raised, you don't have sex until you're married. You do not even think about abortion. You do not have an abortion because you will go to hell. That's how I was raised. 
But I can speak to you on this topic because when you are in a situation as a female and you have that moment where something drastic happens in your life and things happen with women and things happen with men, but, you know, let's also get on that real topic. Men cannot have children. Okay. We're going to say that physically and just with anatomy, it's not possible. And I know a lot of that's been going around and we're not even going to touch on that. When women are placed in a situation, and this happens a lot, men and women are sexually assaulted. Men and women in this society are raped. It happens hundreds and thousands of times a day. If you are in a situation where you are sexually assaulted and you are a female, and from this assault, you are impregnated. You're telling me that your state has the choice of what you do with your body. I don't think so. And when we talk about this topic and I've been getting feedback, everyone's like, well, that's a different scenario. We're not doing this of take a number and let's sit down and talk about, does your scenario meet the guidelines? It is your state decides straight across the board, what the next nine months of your life looks like, and then what the rest of your life looks like. Because I'm going to tell you right now, when you have a traumatic experience and you make the choice as a woman to sit there and make the decision to go through with an abortion, it changes the rest of your life. And for those women who have chosen this in their life, And that is the word, chosen. It is a choice. It's your body. It's your choice. You will never be the same the rest of your life. And I'm saying this because I've been there. I was in a situation that was not acceptable for my life. I made a choice, not only for myself of being selfish, but I made that choice for bringing a life into this world that was not welcomed, that was not acceptable, that was not at the time. So everyone comes to me and they tell me, oh, you do so much amazing work for the community and you're so nice and you're so genuine and you're so sweet. Now does your opinion of me change? We don't walk around with a big letter A on our face that says, we chose this, you would never know. But to have that choice removed from the equation, today, waking up and reading what I read, it breaks my heart. It really does. Do I agree with abortion for birth control methods? Absolutely not. Do I think that it is taken advantage? Absolutely, yes, I do. There are women out there that use this as a form of birth control. Like, let's be freaking real, okay? No. If you're going to go out and be sexually active, we learn this at a very young age. We know how babies are made. There's Adam and Eve, not Eve and Eve. So as an adult, you need to be responsible. You are an adult no matter what age you are when you decide to have sex with somebody. You know the consequences. 
It's just like driving a car. You know the consequences. If you speed and don't have your seatbelt on and drink and drive, you're probably going to be playing Russian roulette. So it's the same with sex. If you're going to go have unprotected sex, you're playing Russian roulette. And you're an adult. So you need to be ready for the consequences. But again, there are those moments that situations happen. I have friends of mine. Let's be real here. Let's be real on this topic. I have friends of mine that are in their 40s and 50s. One lady thought she was in full menopause. She's still on birth control. But she has a very rare condition, medical condition, due to COVID, that she's not able to take her birth control anymore. She got pregnant while still on birth control with her medications in her 50s. Her and her husband did not want to have any more children. So she doesn't have a choice for her family. She doesn't have a choice for her children that are older. She doesn't have that choice for her grandchildren because let's be real, when her children, when that child were to grow up and be 20 years old, she's going to be 70. So her children and her grandchildren are going to be taking care of their sibling. That's her choice. She made a choice to go to bed with her husband. She has a choice at the end of the day what she would like to do when something like this comes up. And the same thing goes for people in assault situations, rape situations. And until you have been in that scenario to make that choice mentally, physically, emotionally, and everything in between, no state, in my opinion, has the right to make that decision for you. And it's not an easy process. It's not an easy decision to make. You don't sit there and just pop a pill and the rest of your life just goes on blissfully. No. You go and make a decision, which usually is about one to two visits of, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure you want to do this? And then you talk to a therapist. Are you sure you want to do this? And you go in your mind over and over and over. Yes, I'm ready. Nope, nope, I'm not. Nope, I can't do this. Yep, I'm ready. Then you go to the facility. And during this whole process, you're by yourself. You do it by yourself. You check in. You fill out paperwork, which you're surrounded by other people. And they're all looking at each other like, are you here for the same reason? Or are you here to get a birth control pill? Or are you here to talk about getting testing for a sexually transmitted disease? What are you here for? So you're already embarrassed enough. And you're already feeling in shame in your brain enough. And you get the paperwork filled out. And then you go back into a room where you talk to an intake specialist. Where they ask you again, are you sure you want to do this? So you're automatically, you're flip-flopping back and forth, back and forth. Yes, no, yes, no. And you're in this panic moment and stress environment. And it's, it's, you are disgusted with yourself. Then you go get an ultrasound and you are shown the decision that you are making. And you're not only have to see it, but you have to hear the heartbeat. You have to hear everything. Just to make sure you're making the right choice. And then you're given a pill that literally puts you into what they consider labor. You're inducing the process. And you sit on a 1980s couch that looks like it was from Saved by the Bell. And you're watching a TV that you don't even know what the heck they're saying because within hours and minutes, you're sitting there in so much pain that you are all alone and you're vomiting in a 
pan or a bucket that's provided to you while you're sitting there by yourself wondering, oh my God, what did I just do? And you sit there by yourself. And then you go to the exam room or the surgical room or whatever you, whatever listeners want to call it. You go to the room and you're alone. And the nurses come in and they tell you exactly what they're going to give to you in an IV. They tell you exactly what's going to happen. And they say, oh, here, just put your headphones on, listen to whatever will make you comfortable, and it'll be over before you know it. Let me tell you, there is no music, no noise, no TV, no movie, nothing in this world that will ever drown out the sounds that you hear when you lay there. Nothing. And you're laying there listening to something that you're not even processing. Tears rolling down your face while you're laying there counting the ceiling tiles and the cracks in the freaking ceiling because there is nothing else for you to do but to lay there. And I know listeners are going to sit there and say, wow, well, you you chose that. What if you were in a sexual assault situation and you didn't choose it? You want to go for nine months and hope that you have an easy pregnancy? You want to go nine months and hope that there's not something that happens that could cost you your life? Do you want that? And let's talk because when you leave, it stays with you the rest of your life. Mentally, physically, emotionally, you'll always know that date. October 12th is my date. You think that day doesn't come and go without some form of, wow, of counting, of figuring out an age. You don't think that that comes into our minds? That lives with us the rest of our fucking life. Mentally, we worry of, did we make the wrong decision? Did we make the right decision? Did I feel that I was able to do this, especially considering the situation I went through prior to making this choice? You sit there and wonder, am I going to go to hell? Guess what? It's not the state's decision on where I'm going to go. It's God's. We're not sitting here playing God, people. We're trying to. I mean, heck, you can go into an infertility office and you can pick whether you would like a boy or a girl and brown hair and blue eyes. So how much are we going to continue to play God? Give us the choice. We have a choice for everything else. Why do, not, why do we not have a choice for our own body? And let's talk about what happens later. Okay, so we're taking the choices out from the state. Okay. You don't think that if my state doesn't have that option that people are going to go somewhere else, they're going to try and have the choice somewhere else. So you're putting safety and risk of their life going to another state, getting this procedure with someone that they're not in their home, that they're not able to be taken care of before and after by a loved one. They're in a totally different state all by themselves, fight or flight. More money to go find someone else. Then you don't think that these states that actually provide it are going to be bombarded by people because they don't have an option where they live? And yes, people say, well, you don't have to choose that as an option. You can choose adoption. Okay. Can we talk about the overflow of adoption agencies here? Can we just, can we really focus on that right now? There are so many children that want families and need families, and they go from foster home to foster home to foster home because they can't find somebody to take them home. 
And then how does that lead them for the rest of their life then being a parent, being a partner, being an individual? Let's be real. It fucks people up. How many people need to be more fucked up? Because I think our world is pretty bad enough. If you have the choice, make the choice. It's your call. It's your body. It's your mental health, your stability, your physical and emotional well-being for the rest of your life. Because trust me, it's not an easy decision. It is not a one and done. It is not have a nice day here, sign this paper, and we wish you the best of luck. And most people who are raped, they don't want to go and report it. They don't want to go because of fear. Because guess what? I'd say probably at least 80 or 90% of the time when somebody deals with sexual assault, guess what? They're told, you tell anybody about this, I'm going to ruin your life. I'm going to kill you. So we're not giving them this choice? Why? Why? And there's, I mean, it's on it's on Dateline. If you really want to go watch it, there was an episode of a young girl. She was in high school. And she found out she was pregnant. She was a senior. She went to prom. She did cheerleading. She did all this stuff. Her parents, I have to figure out what the name is, so I'll post it on the Facebook podcast. She didn't even know for a while she was pregnant. And she hid it from her family. She had her child in her bedroom and her bathroom in the middle of the night, and her parents never heard her. And that's not even the worst part. She had her daughter. First, she stated her daughter was stillborn. Then she stated her daughter was making weird noises and was breathing weird, and her daughter passed away. So what did she do? Did she go down the hall and go get her parents and tell them what happened? No. She buried her own child in their backyard. And they're a very ritzy family in a very nice neighborhood. She buried her child in the backyard. And do you know what she got out of it? She didn't go to jail. She's not sitting in jail. She got off. She got probation. And I'm telling you, I got to figure out which one it is because I watched this dateline and I was seriously like sitting there going, oh my God, you have got to be kidding me right now. But this happens all the time. And like I said, make sure to go follow the Facebook page, Little Bit of Life Podcast, and I will definitely upload this and I will upload what that documentary um, episode is. But we see this all the time. Like, how many times do we watch the news? Local baby found in a garbage container. Local baby found in a bathroom stall. And you don't think by this being a state decision that that's going to increase? Hello. Wake up. Hi. Can we wake up now? You don't think that there's going to be women that are searching for other options? I mean, can we talk about how it was in the freaking 60s and the 50s and even the 70s? If you've watched that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, it's called Revolutionary Road. If you have not seen it, I highly suggest it. It's, it's like one of those punch you in the gut ones. They were married. They were unhappy. They lived in a time where divorce, you just didn't do it. And she wanted more out of life. She didn't want more kids. She wanted to go travel. She wanted a life. And in this movie, they got a big random fight argument and tensions were flaring and emotions were going and they slept together. But it didn't change her feelings in her marriage. She wanted a divorce. She got pregnant. And what did she do? She did a home abortion. 
She bled to death. She died. That happened a lot back in the day. And I can't even say back in the day because we're right there. History is repeating itself. We are there by taking away the choice. And I woke up this morning and like I said, I had so many messages and so many outpourings of people of, are you going to talk about it? I know it's really touchy. Yeah, this is touchy. And guess what? I'm going to touch it. Why? Because I'm a female. Why? Because I've been violated. Why? Because I made that choice as a woman and I'm still a good person. So yeah, I'm going to talk about it. And I think in this scenario, if we have a heart and we listen, not here, but listen, huge difference to women and their choices, you might surprise yourself. Because I've been asked, I was asked this morning, are you going to do this? What is your, what's your kind of opinion on this Roe versus Wade? And I'll tell you right now. Hi, welcome. My name's Tabitha, Little Bit of Life podcast, my platform. Do I believe in abortion? No. Do I believe in it being a woman's choice? Yes. Why? Because no one's choosing who I lay in bed with and who I'm intimate with. The state's not choosing that. I mean, if the state's choosing it, let's get a freaking lineup, ladies and gentlemen. I want a tall, dark, handsome man with brown hair, light eyes, great career. I mean, if we're going to line up who I'm going to be intimate with, let's line them up. Give me my options. You're not going to give me the choice. You're not going to take it away from me. Especially because there are scenarios that we as women are sexually assaulted. We as women are raped. Even that word rape, you hear it. And every person's immediate reaction is, oh my God, she said the word. Yeah, I did. Wake up. Women are raped. Women are impregnated. Women have situations that it is not ideal. You're not in that process of the ideal scenario. So why are you on the back spectrum of, well, guess what? That sucked for you, but guess what? This option's off the table. How dare you? State officials sitting there making that decision. How dare you? And I woke up this morning and of course I'm like, okay, I'm going to hit social media. Like it's, it's got to be flying right now. Let's see what we got. The first thing I saw on it was from all people, Michelle Obama. Do I like her? Eh, she's there. Do I agree with everything she does and says? Eh, no, she's there. She's just like every other person in the world that has something to say and uses a platform to say it. So she came up with a post and I was really amazed by this and and I'm going to read it. And this is, again, Michelle Obama posted this on Instagram today. I am heartbroken today. I am heartbroken for people around this country who just lost the fundamental right to make informed decisions about their own bodies. I am heartbroken that we may now be destined to learn the painful lessons of a time before. Roe was made law of the land. A time when women risked losing their lives getting illegal abortions. 
a time when the government denied women control over their reproductive functions, forced them to move forward with pregnancies they didn't want, and then abandoned them once their babies were born. Hi, hello. Can we read that again? A time that the government denied women control over their reproductive functions, forced them to move forward with pregnancies they didn't want, and then abandoned them once their babies were born. That is what our mothers and grandmothers and great-grandmothers lived through, and now here we are again. So yes, I am heartbroken for the teenage girl full of zest and promise who won't be able to finish school or live the life that she wants because her state controls her reproductive decisions. For the mother of a non-viable pregnancy who is now forced to bring that pregnancy to term. For the parents watching their child's future evaporate before their very eyes. And for the healthcare workers who can no longer help any of them without risking jail time. If you listen to that and if you're still listening, do you see why this encompasses so many other people? So many. Every instance is a different situation. Every person is different because every individual is an individual. So you cannot choose to take that choice away from us. When we are all individuals, we have a brain, we have a mouth, we have a choice. Do I believe in abortion? No, I do not. Do I think that it is taken way overboard and it's used, yeah, as a form of birth control? Yes, I do. And for those that are using it as a form of birth control, you don't have to answer to me. You don't have to even answer to yourself because guess what? It's going to haunt you one day or another. It will haunt you. You don't have to answer to anybody. You will answer to God, not to me. So instead of us sitting here and thinking, oh, well, guess what? It's, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a life. It's a child. Yeah, it is a child. Yes, it is a life. Do I agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. But taking this choice away, do I want women to die? No, because it's going to get to the point where it used to be. We're doing different ways and, and different scenarios at home to try and change our story. Our story. It's our story to write. It's ours. Women are going to die. Women are going to go through some very traumatic experiences, even more traumatic than the actual physical act itself. Women are going to die. Women are going to go, I'm sorry, they're going to go to chop shops. They're going to go to places that we used to do hunt, like just years ago because they need an out. They need a way to make a choice. Taking this off the table for states, you are going to have such an outpour of children being born and dumped, children being injured, children living a traumatic experience in the very beginning of life because they weren't supposed to be here. We're going to have orphanages all over the place with such a massive intake. We can't even take care of ourselves as it is. And then we are setting up our state to take care of these children 
when I'm sorry, have we seen how the world is working right now? Let me ask you this damn question. How is your state taking care of you right now? Because if you have a state right now that's taking care of you and you are living your best life, please go to my Facebook page and drop the name of your state because I will gladly relocate. We're having issues with gas. We are having issues with people in regular households being able to even afford groceries. Being able to afford going to and from work to take care of and financially support themselves or their family or their children. So now you're taking it off the table for the state to decide, you know what? We're just going to give you some more shit to deal with in your life because guess what? You had sex. Deal with it. You got raped. Deal with it. You don't want to be a mother. Deal with it. You don't want, as a father figure, your partner to be a mother. Deal with it. Yeah, you're going to get the the big middle finger from this one because that it disgusts me. So to end this, I'm going to give you a thought. I'm just throwing this out there, okay? And I know this personally from somebody, and I'm not going to say their name, but they are aware that I am sharing this story with you. You meet somebody. They are the love of your life. You have lust. You have passion. You have this amazing bond and this amazing connection with somebody. They get a detrimental diagnosis. This person has a very aggressive form of brain cancer. They are not going to be here. Their length of life is so limited. So what do you do? You're on birth control. You're smart doing the right thing. Let's just be real here because we're going to have an episode about birth control. And for the women that are listening and the men that are listening, let me just give you a little tidbit. Birth control fucks you up, okay? And it's not effective. It is not 100% effective. Even a vasectomy is not 100% effective. I know somebody who had that 1% margin and they got somebody pregnant, okay? So taking birth control, your hormones are all over the place, you're not having a menstrual cycle, you are bloated, you're tired, you are sick to your stomach, you have no control over your emotions, you could literally watch a Jurassic Park movie trailer and you're going to cry, okay? So birth control, let me just tell you, because I have been on it and off it, on it and off it, it fucks your shit up. But if you're on it and you're having sex and you're being so-called what they consider responsible in this day and age... Your partner received this devastating diagnosis. They're not going to be here very long. And this happened. So this is why I'm putting this into your brain, okay? And you're in that little tiny margin of the percentage. And you got pregnant. You're going to raise a child by yourself. Your partner will not be here. And your partner, as the male, comes to you and says, I want you to make this choice. I want you to live the rest of your life. And I don't want you to be reminded and be sad and struggle by yourself. Okay? So I flipped the script. I I literally, I flipped the script here because this is the male coming and saying, this is my choice. This is my suggestion. This is my opinion. This is what I want for us because I won't be here. And your state tells you, sorry, no. 
you have a pregnancy and you're told that you have a non-viable pregnancy, you're told that something went wrong in your pregnancy. So you have to carry this out knowing that you're going to go through labor and you're going to go through all these difficult times and you're going to give birth to your child. You're going to give birth to a stillborn child that you can hold and have pictures, but you will never be with your child ever again. Some women do not want to go through that pain and that heartache and the torture. So now what do you think? We've got rape. We've got sexual assault. We've got women that the men are presenting themselves and saying to them, hey, you know what? I have this as a choice and as an option, and I want you to take this choice because I love you so damn much that I do not want you to live the rest of your life by yourself and raising a child by yourself. And you have that mother who's laying there and being told by her doctor, your child will not make it. So let's group those people together because we have scenarios here, people. We've got them. Wake up. Open your eyes. They're everywhere. And these are just a few. You are going to make women suffer more by not giving them that choice. It all ends the same at the end of the day. Your mental, your mental, your physical, your everything, everything about you will change. Whether you move forward with the pregnancy or you choose the choice of abortion, your life will never be the same. So I touched on this topic today because I felt like it was necessary. I felt like this topic was something that I needed to be vulnerable, that I needed to express my feelings on it. And waking up to you guys literally getting just a mass overflow of, hey, what do you think? Hey, what do you think? Hey, are you going to touch on it? Hey, are you going to talk about it? It made me realize, you know what? This is my platform. This is my space. This is my safe place to talk to you guys, to express to you guys, hey, guess what? We talk about all the things that people think but don't say. So here we are. Until you have been in the shoes, do not strap on the laces and run the race for them. Until you have laid on a table with tears streaming down your face and knowing what the rest of your life looks like from your choice. Do not make that opinion yours. It is theirs. Until you have been sexually assaulted and been impregnated by your perpetrator. Until you are a victim and sit there and have to make a choice for the rest of your life. Do not judge those individuals. Have some peace in your heart. Have love in your heart. And have respect for the decisions and the choices that have been presented by this option for years. 
and have some respect for the women who have made that choice, no matter their scenario, whether they were ready to be a mom or not, whether they were raped or not. Every woman matters. Every woman's choice matters. Everyone's life matters. Leave it to them to talk to God. I appreciate you guys hanging in there with me for this episode. It was not an easy one to make, but I felt like I just needed to get it out there, especially with how raw this topic is. If you are not following the Facebook podcast yet, Little Bit of Life podcast, there is a Facebook page. I would be honored and love to hear people's opinions. Go on there. Say your say your voice. Get your voice out there. Say your comment. Give your feedback. If you are someone that does not believe in abortion, that's okay. If you are someone that does believe in abortion, that's okay. If you are a woman who has made this choice for whatever reason happened in your life, it's okay. I know the mental, emotional, physical turmoil that you're going through, whether you whether you made this decision yesterday and you just went through it, or you made this decision 10, 15, 20 years ago, you will always remember the date. And now, today's date, we will always remember. You have a choice, you have a voice, and you are important. Whether you are on the spectrum of, yes, I believe in this and I feel that this was the worst thing that could have ever happened in our history, or you're on the other side and you're sitting there saying, I don't believe in this. And this is such a great thing for our country to be doing and moving forward. And for those that have asked me, I'm going to tell you the exact same thing on here that I told everybody else. Do I believe in abortion? No. Do I believe it's a woman's choice? Yes. So take that and run with it on whatever you feel my decision is because I am right smack dab in the middle that I believe these people that are sitting on this left shoulder and I believe those sitting on this right shoulder. But at the end of the day, it's me and it's my choice and it's my life and it's my body. So head over to that Facebook page. Let's hear what your comments are on this episode. And I'm not going to apologize and say, you know what? Yeah, I did this really touchy subject. Because if you have been a listener, you know exactly what I talk about. And I got a lot of other touchy subjects that are coming up. And you know what? That's okay. Because the more that we're brave to talk and to discuss these topics and to put ourselves out there, we will be able to listen, not hear, but listen to each other. And you might actually learn something at the end of the day. So stay positive, stay blessed, and remember, respect each other, love each other, especially now. We are so divided by so much stuff. This is just one more nail in that coffin. Don't allow it to ruin your choice that you made. Do not allow it to ruin your relationships with your friends or your families. Everybody needs to be loved. And now is the time we have to love each other and not fight against each other. So head over to that podcast and let's hear your thoughts. Thank you so much for tuning in with me and spending your time hanging out. Hopefully you enjoyed today's podcast and a special thank you to all our sponsors. Make sure to check them out. If you have any tips or topics, feel free to email me at littlebitoflifecast at gmail.com or you can also reach out to me on Instagram at littlecute1az. 
you never know if your topic will be next. Be sure to join me again for another episode of Little Bit of Life. Until next time, stay positive, stay blessed.